You watching me glow, you watching me go I'm all in my zone, I'm holding my own I'm feeling like Bane, I'm breaking your bones I am a blur, black and a nerd So this is my own, this is my zone And this is a show you already know like My grand blur, YouTube blur Everything I do so blur Bet you wish you so blur Cosplay blur Welcome to Blurry Vision, your window into the world of all things geek, movies, TV, or news. We talk about it every week. I'm Jordan with Arsidio, Samia, and Jason. And the defenders of podcasting have returned. We are yeah, back. yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, and this time, no superhero cafe. Yeah. No. yeah, back in the blur cave. <laughs> yeah, Doomsday wrecked it last time, but you know, now we got it back. <laughs> God damn it, Barry. <sighs> I miss the epic music in the background, though. You see SoundCloud? Like some people actually commented on it. It was like, dude, this music is unbearable. Was it on purpose? (laughs) (laughs) Jesus Christ. I was like, yes. (laughs) Yes, it was on purpose. Obviously, because I'm every woman started talking when I spoke. (laughs) Sammy is show. (laughs) Sammy is show. All right. So this week we've got a bunch of stuff. We've got some confusing ass DC news that we gotta cover. As usual. We have a director, we don't have a director. We have a director. There, we don't news. have a director. <laughs> this foot in, this foot out. <laughs> uh, we've got podcast questions of the week. We've got reviews. And as always, we have DC TV reviews. Mm. But before all that, I actually want to talk about something different. The Get Out. I'm bringing you home. I'm back in the V. Get Out. Can I see your license, please? He wasn't driving. I didn't ask who was driving. I asked to see his ID. Get Out. Call me Dean and you're hungry, my man. I would have voted for Obama for a third term. Get Out. Something is weird. Is the people get out? Something wrong? I can't move. You've been chosen. Get out. We're so scared. Get out. Get out. Get out. Have you guys seen it? It's Not on my yet. list. It's on the list. The only black person in the group has seen it. <laughs> <laughs> Already problematic. I'm sorry, society. Uh, all right, so I'm going to give my non-spoiler review, and then next week, maybe you guys will, like, if you've seen it, you'll jump in. Yeah, I still need you to convince me to yes, see please. it. Yes, please. It's got a 100% on Rotten Tomatoes, Jason. The trailer just did nothing. It, I figured it out in a way here. Mm. When I first, And I've only seen one trailer. I don't know if there's more. I saw the original trailer. When I saw it, I was like, this looks like a bad Shyamalan movie, and that just stuck in my head. Huh. Just from, just based before you even saw the movie, just remember the trailer. I've only seen one trailer, but my experience it was very different because when I saw it, I did not see it in my Shyamalan, Shyamalan movie. I saw a very unique premise. I was like, so white people are like pod people. Sold. <laughs> like, I mean, like, I didn't have. The, I, I didn't want to see anything. After yeah. that first trailer, I literally avoided everything. Yeah. I didn't want any spoilers. I wanted to go in cold. And from what I've heard, like other reviewers talk about it, like it's you should. You should yeah. definitely go in. Cold. Unfortunately, I had that stuck in my head, and I've just I never got past that. Mm. Which I should because I saw Split. Split is actually a Shyamalan movie and was actually good. So I should. So your whole comparison makes sense. I saw the trailer before I saw Split. That's why I'm saying mm, maybe I should reevaluate here. <laughs> All right, so he just defeated his own argument. I did. <laughs> yeah, I am my own worst enemy. I am my own Barry Allen. I fuck my own time. Congratulations, you're the DC Extended Universe. <laughs> and more on that later. Uh, but what do you guys think? When well, you saw the trailer, well, from the beginning, I was like, 
okay. At first, I was like, okay, it's a black guy going to a very white neighborhood. Hmm, that's not gonna go wrong. Two shotgun. <laughs> <laughs> then I see more of the train. I'm like, this is fucking creepy. Yeah, I'm in. So yeah, I'm done. Yeah, I was into the psychological thriller aspect of it because I, I like thrillers and I even like ghost movies, but I don't tend to like the mix with like gore and elements mm. like that and seeing a movie that is taking an interesting idea and really pushing that thriller aspect without making it gory or making it unnecessarily like bloody and stuff like that or doing weird twists yeah. I had a lot more hope for it oh there's a weird twist well, <laughs> there's a really weird twist there's oh good boy. weird twists and then there's how many Saw movies we have and so oh yeah no so that's, I mean like not, it's not like, on that level not like this that is exactly. not um what's the, what, what's Saw called it's um it's not horror no, no it's not a Violent porn, porn? Torture, torture porn. porn. Torture right. It is not that. Right. Not that at all. But it's it, not supernatural. There's either, a point right? where it could go that way. And from but the it trailer, it look from the first trailer, it looks like it might go that way. So mm-hmm. it wasn't really until the second trailer that I solidified my feelings of I'm curious about it. Because mm. from the first one when he says, like, why am I paralyzed? Yeah. You don't know if you're going to actually watch somebody being tortured for the next hour and a half or if you're going to get to see more about whatever that world or that scenario is. And that worried me from the first trailer. So I wasn't going to see it just based on that. You know what I've heard people comparing it to just from the trailer too? And I did not get that from uh, just watching it. But um, Kevin Smith's Tusk. Hmm. Huh. Like they they thought yeah. it was gonna be a setup similar mm-hmm. to that where it's like it's the same premise where you know right. a guy yeah. gets like knocked out, captured, put somewhere, and then horrible things happen to them. Right. And from the trailer, it looks like it could be that. Yeah. But it's not. Like mm-hmm. okay. I would say ninety percent of the movie is not that. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's literally the third act twist, and it's more than you think it is. It's it's it, there's a lot more going on underneath the surface of that scene. Mm-hmm. We would imply, which is why okay. I like it so much. It's it's a really smart movie, um, and it's by the guy who of Jordan and Keel, uh, Keel right. Peel fame, Peele. Jordan Peel. Yeah, his first director. David? He knocked dir- he, director and writer on this thing. Okay. He knocked Major it problems. out of the park. That's amazing. Like the man had a vision, and as someone who's also writing his own thing and going to direct his own project in the future, I respect him for right. what he did. Like mm-hmm. he had a vision and he saw through to the end because. He's a quote he got him, an idea and he really went for it. Yeah, and a quote for him was that it's not autobiographical, which when you see the movie, it's like, of course it's not. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but it, we would be worried. Yeah. <laughs> Where is this town? <laughs> but it's, it's brooded and pulled from personal experience. And as a blurred, I can totally see that. Wait, you're black? What? <laughs> I'm black? <laughs> Why did you never tell us? <laughs> blurred vision is by a black <laughs> oh my god <laughs> no but this is um perfect vision man like straight up yeah. like i can't give this movie praises enough it's so rotten tomatoes is actually right for it's 100 percent right ha <laughs> 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 funny um but it's it's one of those movies where it's it's a thriller with horror elements so like the torture point aspect is not part of it at all there's blood but not until the very end and by that point in the movie there's so much tension built up mm-hmm. that that mm-hmm. end is cathartic as hell. So you're not seeing the blood. You're seeing... Mm, I don't want to say too much. And I was going to say even, like, ah. I don't know if this is spoilers, but is no, it like, it's is not. It like a supernatural horror or just like a real people thriller horror? Or so it's, it's a real... Day? I don't want... Actually... Mm, I don't want to say. Okay. I want to keep it confusing. Because that's another thing from the first trailer. I wasn't sure what I was getting yeah. out of it. And that's probably the problem. Like, like Sammy, I didn't even know there was a second trailer. I only saw that one trailer. And just on that one trailer, yeah. I was like, I don't know. And that second trailer only came out like last week or all right, something. I, I must have missed Because I saw it while I was watching CW. Yeah. Okay. See, again, I was avoiding all trailers. Yeah. So. yeah. <laughs> Good call. But it's one of those movies that it's social commentary in the best way. Like, it's not in your face. 
but it's there and it's a hundred percent relatable. Like mm. that's why I, I say every blur should see this because it, horror movies has covered every genre so far. You've covered sharks. <laughs> You've got every overt fear you can possibly have. You got sharks, monsters, ghouls, goblins, yeah. ghosts, bolster guy, whatever, demons. You've done it at all. Leprechauns. Yeah. But passive aggressive racism. <laughs> right. Especially yeah. in we this day and age. Yeah. Well meaning white people that might not be racist but have racist tendencies that mm-hmm. they might not be aware of. Mm-hmm. That's a very real thing. And yeah. it's in it, it's a really important movie to have now in this you know, this heightened like racial awareness climate. Yeah. Because, you know, we it's important to know that if you start with the sentence, I'm not racist, but you're, you're fucking up. <laughs> you're, <laughs> you're probably racist to some extent, yeah. but we, we all have those tendencies, and it's it's, it's small things and small interactions. And, and if you're not someone that has to deal with it every day, you might not be able to relate to it, and you might not even be able to identify it um, if you aren't that person. For example, Pori Himplo. If you're a white person, you're asked, "Oh, did you go to college?" Might come from my in there. Yeah, I did. If you're a black person, "Oh, did you go to college?" Yeah, I did. Did you get a basketball scholarship? Oh, huh? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Wow. How's it feel to be the first one in your family to go to college? Some yeah. Like that. Small things like that, and then those things add up. Like I actually wrote a few, uh, yeah, down, a few damn. examples because like it's 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 stuff like that, like that you deal with every day, that you aren't like actually cognitively processing until you sit back and think about it. Because you're dealing with it every day. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. And um, it kind of sucks, but you've kind of just it's become the norm. Yeah, exactly. Like, oh, <laughs> like if you're good at sports, like oh well, you you you're gifted genetically. Like, what does that imply? <laughs> like, or are you going to the party tonight? Because you must dance good. Exactly. <laughs> I'm Spanish. My hips are mediocre. Mm, my hips lie. lie. Dirty dancing last weekend. And, uh, Listen, <laughs> Pony's a different I got story. the Cuban fever. My hips lie people. every day. Don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> I am no Shakira either, brother. <laughs> I'm half Spanish, so <laughs> I feel like both sides. No rhythm on either side. What's up? <laughs> but I mean, or even like the the father. You know, it's a, it follows the story of um, Chris, the main character, and mm-hmm. he's dating this girl named Rose, and they're visiting Rose's family in this uh, this remote white suburb. Ah, oh, man. I just remember that one line from the trailer. So how long has this thing been going on? Mm-hmm. I was like, eh. I was about to mention the father. Yeah. The entire, and, and it's, so, it's so bad that I didn't even notice at first until halfway into the movie until the uh, daughter actually mentions it to, the, to Chris. Everything out of that man's mouth to him is, my man. Sup, my man? Hey, my man. Mm. Hey, my man. My man? My man. Oh, <laughs> and then she oh goes, my, my, my father has never used the phrase my man in his life. And all of a sudden, you're around, he's just, my man this, my man that. And it's like, yep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that happens. It's just a subtle way of like the, the elbowing him. Hey, I'm, I'm with you, right? Mm-hmm. And they do this thing that We're together, I right? Yeah. Friends, yeah. <laughs> the, the, the lines like, I would vote for Obama for a third term if I could, was used so many times. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> and those like little erasure phrases of like, I'm not racist, this is hell. Yeah. But I highly recommend it. It's, it's one of those movies that has high rewatchability because the mystery, not only is it like well paced throughout, but the twist at the end mm-hmm. is one of those twists that are like in the best way where you can go back and go like, oh, I didn't see it this way. But now that I have the information about the climax, mm. now I actually know what the scene means more. Oh, cool. You know what I mean? Mm. Yeah. So. You wait. sold me. Really? Yeah. Huzzah. <laughs> I can't I can't speak for the viewers. I mean, the, the listeners. But for me personally, you sold me. All right. Small wins. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I can't, no, I can't recommend sounds, it enough. Like, it sounds really cool. And also, like, from the trailers, seeing 
it's like you said, seeing a movie like that that's taking on, like, a social dynamic that we never really want to talk about and never want to admit. Mm. We just want to nope. be like, yeah, people aren't racist anymore because slavery's gone. And oh, it's Jesus like, Christ. <laughs> not, that's not... Well, because same thing happens to women. It's like, but you got the right to vote. And I'm like, yeah, that was, like, a hundred <laughs> years ago. <laughs> and we still don't make as much. So, but, like, people don't always see others' realities. Yeah. And so the fact that a movie also got made that's tackling this is kind of amazing because the second thing I thought after I saw the trailer, like for the third time or whatever, was, and here comes the reverse racism argument. Oh, that's definitely there. Three, two, and... it's I've definitely seen that argument made. I made a post actually today on yeah. my Instagram page. Me making a joke of... I made a list of all the white male Avengers. And it's like, there's like over so the entire cast. I can only fit yeah. eight in a picture. Yeah. <laughs> and the picture of Black Panther looking at him like, what? And then Ooh. the text get out underneath it. <laughs> Which was genius. I mean, and people just saw that as like oh my god that's racist i'm like how is it racist to point out something that's true like i don't understand yeah. where's the racism coming from here i mean yeah. even last episode where we all did together where we're talking about like defenders being more racially diverse but even like having luke cage is one of the main characters which mm. if we would have had agent danny Rand would added more to that but like no all the def- all the uh fucking avengers white 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 yeah white and chris yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. white guys named chris <laughs> yeah, yeah i didn't even fit chris pratt in that picture yeah, yeah. <laughs> so many white men. When there's so many white men, you can't fit them in one meme. Yeah, I was gonna include Black Widow, but I'm like, I've got enough white men. I don't need any white women. Exactly. <laughs> you don't even need to attack the females. Yeah, but I also want to just um, really praise the cinematography and the acting too. Of uh, like Get Out. Of Get Out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The what's the main character's name? And it's not even really any major actors that I recognized. No, but the, actually, the main character Chris is going to be in Black Panther. Okay. Yeah. So even better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because he nailed it. Like just Mm -hmm. from his like his mannerisms. He. It's hard to explain other than being a black guy (laughs) because it's like I've been there. And so many times I've been in a situation where you go into a very white area and you look around and go, "I'm the only one here," and you feel out of place. Yeah. You know, and what are you gonna do about that? Nothing really. Mm -hmm. And then you you literally seek out any other person of color just to be like I right, just want to hear yeah. <laughs> just to have somebody like to, to anchor point I have it as an anchor point mm-hmm. and in this movie it's especially creepy because those people are like the most odd and the whole right. movie is just like why is that yeah right and the mystery ensues <laughs> <laughs> let's go right now oh and the the, fe- the main female she's also great no. like oh, both cool. of them they as the main two characters they, the they nail this yes okay. oh and one more thing I want to say this, and you could tell it's made by a black person because there was never a point in this movie where I went, that was a stupid decision. The movie is great because it's every movie that the guy, main character makes, it's like, I would do the same thing. Okay. Like, oh, there's never nice. a point, it's never yeah. a point where it's like, why won't you do that? Or why won't you run? Why won't you do this? Why won't you do that? It's always like, that's very logical. That's what I would do. There's no, Wally, don't just stand there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Don't casually walk up and announce yourself. Chase him. <laughs> Mach 3. <laughs> no, it's not that. Oh, that's so good. Yeah, yeah. So it's that's written. really satisfying when a movie does that, when you're like, oh, God, I understand the logic of these characters. You nailed it. That is the word. If I use one word to describe this movie, it's satisfying. I walked awesome. out of this movie 110% satisfied. Okay. Yeah. Cool. I'm excited. That There's good so sex. many movies. <laughs> 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 Which also becomes a joke Which in the movie. Which also can leave you unsatisfied. Well, no, I, mean, <laughs> I mean, yes. <laughs> but the movie, they literally do a thing where it's like, so, is it better? <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah, oh. everybody's face. That's everybody in the theater. <laughs> like, oh. 
Well, and didn't you mention that when you saw it, the audience was really dialed into this movie too? Because that's really yeah. interesting to me. Yeah, I love I've, that. I've happens. never been in a theater where literally it wasn't like an annoying it's rare. thing. It was literally like it was like being in a room with your friends and making comments about the things that you see happening. So it was like, like reacting oh, can you to it together. That? Yeah, yeah. I've never had someone like literally turn to me and be like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> <laughs> it's like right. Yeah. Or or literally scream out things like that bitch. Your boy's like, "Yeah, <laughs> get her." Yeah. Awesome. Like, oh my god. And sheer for violence. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. All right. So let's go into iTunes reviews. And speaking of not organized, even the podcast app is unorganized. Because for whatever reason, like they're all out of order. Good job, Apple. Screw yeah. you guys. I have a notebook this week. Organization. Did you write Ooh. down the iTunes reviews? No. Oh. <laughs> Just organization. Damn it, Jason. <laughs> all right. So let's, Next step. let's start with iDex Media. He gives a five-star review. Oh, I'm afraid. We got four reviews since the last time. So shout out to everybody that heard me pleading with Michael last week. <laughs> but please, guys, review us. <laughs> You're really helping us get to that 100 reviews by the end of the year. So, IDEX Media, five-star reviews. He says, the subject is, this show goes hard. Um, yeah, take that. <laughs> he says, hey, seriously, you guys have a great show. Come out to STL for a studio cosplay shoot. I'm a photographer. What's STL? Seattle? Seattle? I don't know. Seattle, I think St. So. Louis? I don't know. Huh. Your intro. Yeah. <laughs> I need an extended cut version for your intro. I'm not even playing. <laughs> I couldn't work out to that. It's unapologetically dope. I listen to Stitcher, or I listen on Stitcher, and you're one of the two shows I actually listen to regularly. Sweet. My only gripe is honestly just a personal preference. Your show is the only one I listen to that cusses. Oh, shit. I mean, oops. (laughs) 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 At least that much. I'm not complaining or asking for you to change. Meh, to each their own. But that intro. (laughs) Anyway, find me on Instagram. I follow you, cswhite or hero.fit. Oh, I actually know hero.fit. Okay, I've seen you on Instagram, buddy. Thanks for the review, bro. Thank you. Thank you, bud. And we, I might take you up on that cosplay photography offer one day. And I actually can't see the Blood Virgin full intro. It's about like a minute and a half. It's uh, STL, St. Louis. Oh, St. Louis. Looked it up. All right. (laughs) The finished road trip? Yeah. (laughs) All right. Let's go to our next review. (sighs) Got to find it. Hold on. All right. Joey CP, five stars. Subject, great podcast and Instagram. Thank you. Joey says, enjoyable, comedic, diverse opinions with interesting and in-depth reviews. Nice. Nice. So, again, we uh, lend credence to that whole CW diverse cast. (laughs) (laughs) Non-threatening. Uh, and next. We're all very good looking. That's right. <laughs> He's like, don't forget, we're handsome. We're all handsome. Even Sam, she's very handsome. <laughs> I'm so handsome. Oh my god. And next review is Free to Live ninety five stars. I love this podcast. For like two seconds, I forgot that I was listening to a podcast and almost chimed into the combo. Aww, <laughs> that's thanks. the best kind of review. Yeah, Jordan, your laugh is epic. Really? Oh yes. my god, I love whoever this is. <laughs> Uh, can't wait for the next one. Thanks, free to live. That made me smile. That's a really sweet. <laughs> it makes him laugh because I hate my laugh. <laughs> oh, I did it again. <laughs> Damn it! And you're cursing. <laughs> fuck! Fuck! Damn it! <laughs> fuck! Shit! <laughs> <laughs> you put me in a box here, people. <laughs> uh, we've got one more. I gotta find it. Maybe we need to put a shit. curse warning on our podcast, actually. Yeah, don't think I mean, it is that. explicit. We have that. Oh, it says that? Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, here it goes. Oh, Wait, are these both shit. new? Fuck, damn it. <laughs> <laughs> fuck shit. Did, did I read fuck a Lardosis review? 
I don't think I so. Don't think so. No, I think this is new too. Maybe I just got a new one. Uh, Lardosis, five stars, says, awesome podcast. My favorite podcast, and they discuss all things nerd. I love the movie and Netflix show reviews and discussions. Sweet. And then we have one more. So I guess we got five. I thought we only had four. Maybe we just got one today. Yeah. Uh, from F. Bercy. F. Bercy. Yeah, F. Bercy 86. I remember that. <laughs> yeah. Five stars, better and better. Oh my God, what a fun, awesome episode. Y'all had me from a from the opinion piece about which Alfred was the best one from the oh Batman franchise. The co-host Michael was super fun and informative. The episodes keep getting better and better. I hope that the co-host will be back for many more episodes. Thanks for the funny BV. Oh God, Michael's head is about to blow up. The fuck? Michael, is that you? <laughs> <laughs> Unless Michael wrote that himself. Uh, he better have because <laughs> yeah, right? I will see a review from him if not. <laughs> the one that gives you the most shit about not having him on more because he lives so close to you. I told so. Michael that he was supposed to leave me a review. So if F. Bercy is not Michael, we got problems, Michael. <laughs> so, so sorry, F. Bercy. If you're not Michael, you'll never hear from Michael again. <laughs> Michael, just lie. The Michael paradox. Yes. Does he lie? Does he tell the truth? What does he do? Stay tuned. <laughs> Tune in next time. It's fucked up. I'm clicking off the only other blurred. <laughs> All right, let's move on to the podcast questions over the week. Yeah. First question was: Should Flashpoint be the next movie after Justice League? Yes. And <laughs> <laughs> our resident Flash cosplayer okay. has an opinion. <laughs> so Arsenio says hard yes. <laughs> and I really gave people two options. We got about six hundred comments. So, what did you guys think? And what do you think people said? I don't want Flashpoint for the next movie. Personally, no. I don't. Well, before we get into it, you realize that I asked this question because all of our discussion about DCU and yeah. Matt Reeves and all that crap, yeah. I was just like, should we just reset this shit? <laughs> Can we just get rid of it? So, But I will say that between wanting to reset everything that they don't like as it is, and also from the Batman test about people being most excited about a Batman movie, I feel like <laughs> most people voted for Flashpoint because that's it's a known factor and it's a popular story. Mm. in the DC world. So I feel like it won based on that. Okay. And you say hard yes. <laughs> I said it was hard yes. Yeah. <laughs> hard yes because, one, since BVS, Jeffrey Dean Morgan as fucking gun-tooting Thomas Wayne Batman. Oh, Just fuck give yeah. me that. Yeah. Mm. Even if you have like a little okay. elsewhere story. That's a really good point. <laughs> <laughs> because I love that, man. Because... <laughs> Even if it's something that where it's a soft reboot after it, mm -hmm. like they make slight changes, like oh now Batman's a little bit younger, so in case, uh, fuck Ben, ben Affleck doesn't want to do it. But if Ben doesn't want to come back, that's a good way to work around. It's like oh soft reboot, now he looks a little bit different because now it's uh Barry fucked the timeline, so now yeah. Barry's blonde. Yeah, maybe main, main, uh, maybe man still. Maybe uh, Henry Cavill smiles now because the timeline <laughs> got rebooted and it's softer now. <laughs> Listen, I'm not trying to start a fucking another BVS war. I'm but just I saying. Just, but I just want to interrupt you for a second. I'm gonna okay. let you finish. Okay, Ryan. Kanye. <laughs> I'm gonna let you finish. I'm okay, Ryan Kanye. <laughs> no, but the DC universe already has so little continuity mm. that do we really want another movie where there's no continuity? <laughs> yeah. To add to the no continuity. I mean, we're just asking for it at this point. So that's True. my problem. What do you think, Jason? I think I'm gonna surprise you with my answer. I'm gonna say no, and it's basically for what she just said. <laughs> like, mm. he says we, in a Green Lantern. Yes, yes. <laughs> he needs DC the hope. I feel like the way things are going, especially if Ben Affleck does drop out of playing Batman, which I don't think is going to happen now anyway, but mm -hmm. if you did, that's your out. Like, how can yeah. we explain this? Like, instead of just Val Kilmering it, or was Val Kilmering the next one after yeah. Michael Keaton? Yeah. 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 You know, this, this is your, <laughs> gives you your out. We'll do Flashpoint. But I feel like the DCEU 
barely even has like lifted up arc. yet. Yeah. Like, it's got three movies got that three all movies sucked. Like, <laughs> Wait, no, man, it's still good. That's right. almost nothing to do with yeah, each other. Like, yeah. That soon's already just like, all right, we're just scrapping everything and starting over again. Sony. Because like, what's satisfying about Flashpoint when it happened in the comics is you had already seen all these characters go through so much continuity in their own universe. To have it thrown out of whack like that was new. Whereas right now, us seeing BVS feels like Flashpoint in itself. That's But that's also why I would argue that they should just do it. They've already loaded that gun. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's already <laughs> there. Like You had the balls to flub it in BVS. Why not have the balls to do it after Justice League? Mm-hmm. Especially, and look, if, if Justice League is great, if Wonder Woman is great, then there's no reason to do Flashpoint. But if either of those movies are bad, and especially if both of those movies are bad, yeah. you might as well wipe that table clean. Like, just do, like you said, the Sony thing. Yeah. Like, at some point, why keep trudging through this shitty universe to try and get to the next movie that people don't care about like this is a universe where they're already creating spinoffs for movies that Sirens get Sirens Nightwing stop or- attacking Sirens at least we have a women's movie <laughs> shut up okay Deadshot Nightwing like, Deadshot these- we don't need like, but all of these movies, like, I don't even have a Batman movie yet in this universe, but you're talking about making a Nightwing movie? Like, it's yeah. like... You don't even have a Superman movie in the company of other heroes yet. Yeah. It's like, I just feel like DC is too focused on playing the future when they don't have anything set in the present or near future. Yeah. Yeah, we don't even have a Superman 2. Yes. So it's but like, it's like if, you said in the last episode, like they are playing catch up. Like they're just like, oh, we need the team up now because Avengers and Infinity Gauntlet is happening. It's like we need it now. We can't spend time building up the characters. No, you kind of have to for us to care. Yeah, but I mean, Flashpoint could be the emergency release valve of this whole universe if it comes to it, it and, and by doing it without just dropping it cold turkey. Yeah, it's a way to like actually within continuity fix things. Except that I feel like it's just going to put us back in the same position that we started with with BVS where we're coming into the middle of characters but now there's other changes like I would rather just do a hard reset of the entire universe rather than spend a whole movie on Flashpoint Rebirth <laughs> yeah I mean she's, you're not wrong <laughs> but I mean and people agree with this in the 600 comments the vast majority said yes only the hardest of hardcore DC fans said no or no I hate Flashpoint which didn't really make sense to I mean, me it's I like how do you hate Flashpoint yeah. it's a story. I just really want a good Flashpoint you hate movie. puppies too <laughs> <laughs> is this everything good <laughs> all the Flash like directors chaos just has me like scared because I'm like I really want a good Flash movie the TV show is great but for a movie you can push it to the next fucking level there is so much in the TV show that can do with a movie's like oh here's budget go crazy yeah but I mean I've that, the Flashpoint movie could be the Flash movie. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, that could be it. it could you know be. what could be a fun hard reset, though, if they did it? was would be just casting the people that are in CW and let the, let it be the same actors. <laughs> you know what's so funny? That before they <laughs> wanted yeah, to keep fighters. it separate, because it was like, oh, the TV people are just going to ruin the movies. It was like, they're, they're better than you. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. They get the characters more. They're the only Black. ones that are keeping DC relevant in media. Yeah. Let's just be glad they didn't have to kill off Barry Allen. Though, if they do that now, it means Wally will be the main character. Kill off Barry. All right, let's go into the next question. It was a three. This is a fun question. There's no real right answer, but yeah. three-way fight between John Wick, Jason Bourne, and Frank Castle. Oh, yes, yes. What do you guys think? Let's go through it fast. You start. Because I look like Keanu, John Wick. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, you guys see John Wick two yet? Not yet. Not, Not yet? yet. Damn it! What were you, Jason? Yeah, sorry. Oh, you sorry before you. Oh, that's right. Yeah. So then you know. Yeah. All the headshots. It's it's got he's he's basically on Godbow. Well, yeah. Every mo- the, <laughs> I yeah. heard your review. Yeah, yeah. he's Godbow. Like this every shot sense. is a headshot. 
There's until, no way until the plot says he can't. Like, <laughs> yeah. Until the plot says he can't, and Jason Bourne moves in and then has some ridiculous like headlock that he's apparently great at and has survived on because Jason Bourne does not have the best aim. No. Of those three, he probably has the least aim. Mm. So I would say I would love to see John Wick and Frank Castle shoot it out. That's the real fight. That's the real fight. I, I think J- Bourne's J- out of it. Real Jason quick. Bourne's just like the pre-boss you fight. <laughs> <laughs> Jason Bourne just like looks to his left, looks to his right, sees a river straight ahead, jumps into it. <laughs> wow. <laughs> That's what he does. Well, the vast majority were Wick. And I think it's yes. the headshot thing. It's the headshot. Yeah. I kind of made that argument in my post too, yeah. so I think maybe I maybe like you know, influence people a little bit, but. If you're gonna use the rules of that movie, he can't be beat. Only yeah. Cowman can keep up. <laughs> <laughs> only, only thing that could beat him is fucking Neo. Yeah. Yeah, word. Right? Right. Himself. himself. And it's funny because Sorry. like the way he fights, John Wick is basically Frank Castle, but broken. Yeah. yeah. You know, because Frank Castle's like good. He's really hard to hit. But I didn't think he was gonna beat. get taken down at all. But yeah, he still got his ass. Yeah. He was number two. So yeah. he did go Wick, Frank, and then Born. Because <laughs> he just jumps into that river. Like, what does he do except hack burner phones and jump into river? <laughs> Sorry. Sorry, Matt Damon. And you just Keep... explained the plot of at least three of his movies. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I've seen all of them, so. The Born yeah. legacy right there. <laughs> <laughs> all right, and the last question was, if only one movie could be made, which would you prefer? Batfly. The, I didn't say it. <laughs> so hard yes on Batfly. The Batman directed by Ben Affleck or The Dark Knight 4 directed by Chris Nolan. I saw one comment that said, you know, let's see Ben Affleck and Batman because Chris Nolan has his run. And I agree mm-hmm. with that, actually. I'm really happy with the Chris Nolan films. Leave them there. I love, like, what it set up as a potential Okay. But I love it more as set up as a potential than being set up and seeing it and maybe feeling sad about it not being as good as I wanted. <laughs> nah. So I and I do like Ben Affleck as Batman. Yeah. So I would say that. Okay, that's fair. What do you think? I would definitely say the same thing. Give me Affleck. Nolan, as much as I enjoyed his trilogy, by the third one, you could tell that he was struggling to finish it. Yeah. He was He couldn't top up. himself though. He that's fe- part yeah, of it. Yeah, he couldn't top it. He was fed up, he was tired. We had Bane, which was fun. But after a while it's just like, okay, how the fuck did Bruce get out of this place? And go here. Oh, the plot hole of like going from across the world back to Gotham. He did it before. Yeah, whatever. Honest, <laughs> Honest trailers did that best because they were like, we counted. It was 20 something minutes of Batman <laughs> on screen in a Batman movie that's over two hours. Now. Like, <laughs> as much as I would love to see Joseph Gordon Levitt suit up as like his pseudo Nightwing or whatever the hell he was going to be, yeah. Give it to Ben. Mm. All right, what'd you think, Ace? Yeah, like. That literally what Sammy has said. The, her first sentence was what I commented in the post. Like Nolan had his run. Yeah, give us that. Was that your? Comment? That was actually yep. his comment. That was my oh, comment. Shit. I checked. I'm sorry, yes. dude. <laughs> that was my comment. I mean, you guys know I'm not the biggest Nolan Bale Batman fan. Well, anyway. that's true. But just because it's not, you know, it's it's it's. it's I still say it, I still say it's a cop with a, uh, with a mask on. It's a cop movie. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's not a superhero movie. No, Affleck. So far from what we've seen, he's the closest we got to like the Batman the animated series Batman like it's a comic book accurate Batman yeah. it's a video game accurate Batman it's a Frank Miller yeah. I want to I yeah. want to see that without brooding Superman I just want to see brooding Batman <laughs> so room for one brooding superhero in this movie that's fair <laughs> just well, like, here's we what brood. keeps me re-watching BVS is I actually do enjoy Affleck's yes. performance yeah him and Wonder Woman are like the best parts of that movie yeah. mm-hmm. but 1500 comments the vast majority were saying actually The Dark Knight really no. wow yes The Dark Knight and I think it's just because of the okay so here's the new the long tail of Nolan at this point yeah this is the new experiment. You know how last time it was Batman because mm-hmm. it's Batman? Now it's Batman, but known Batman. 
We know what Nolan. a Christopher Nolan Batman looks like. We don't know what a Ben Affleck Batman looks like standalone. All right, I was no, yeah. kind of do, but yeah. not standalone. You okay. know, yeah. we saw yeah. we saw what a long running sort of movie series could do. But then also look at it this way: like if you were to look at the DCEU as it's going now versus the Nolan movies as they were going, yeah. Which one do you think is a better bet for being a better movie? Mm-hmm. Honestly. I would say no one. Like yeah. in terms of like especially like critical response, I would definitely say no one would come out with a more critical yeah, movie. Yeah. Because we talked about this before too, that what the DCEU is trying to do is they're trying to Nolan fi all their movies without Nolan. Yeah. And you, you just can't you can't do that. <laughs> you either bring him back or you do a different style. Yeah. But they're doing this weird like half and half thing. So yeah. I get why that would win on that count too. Also, Ben's Batman, if we're gonna go by movies chronologically, yeah. he's been Batman longer. Yeah. N- yeah. Nolan quit after seven years. He was Batman for a year, broke his leg, Harvey Dent died. Uh, I'm depressed. Oh, I hate I hate um Christian Bale's Batman. <laughs> he was not my favorite part of the movies. It was always the villains and the side characters. Yeah, that's the main part of the movies. Yeah. And, then you and have, the overarching plot. So that's the problem when Batman's my least favorite character in Batman movies. So I'm with you. I would say the Batman as well. But in a perfect perfect world, I would want Ben Affleck and Jeff Johns to write it, but then no one direct it. Yeah. yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. get the best of both worlds in there. Exactly. <laughs> And then if there's any problems with the script, have no one go like, let's, let's fix some of that shit. Like, <laughs> Zack Snyder said what? Shh. <laughs> <laughs> Put him in the corner. <laughs> Sit him down. <laughs> but Give him his Batman doll. <laughs> so Batman's going to shoot this guy. Oh, gosh. All right. So let's move on to news. And we already talked, kind of talked about it, but Matt Reeves... <laughs> It's finally but confirmed. This is, this is new because last episode I was listening, you guys were like, where did he go? Why is he so scared? So now. Yeah. Before we start, we start, should somebody check online and make sure it hasn't changed? Because <laughs> oh it God. could have. <laughs> I don't know, bad credit card. I, I wanna, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, look, no one goes from like, negotiations breaking down to he flips around and comes out with this quote. I have loved the Batman story since I was a child. He is such an iconic character and a compelling character, and one that resonates resonates with me deeply. I am incredibly honored and excited to be working with Warner Brothers to bring an epic and emotional new take on the Cape Crusader to the big screen. Dude. That is a fluff piece if I ever fucking heard it. My guy, I took a PR class in college. I could smell the PR on that so hard. You don't point to your uh, corporate bosses and go, thank you so much for this. I, that, that was totally, they gave you some zeros and now you're like, yes, I'm all about this universe. But like, come on. Also, it's Batman. Like, that's the stuff you can get from like hearing friends talk about Batman. You can just write that whole blurb. You don't have to know a single thing about comics, about <laughs> filmmaking, about Batman himself. Do you get? Do you, do you think people have more credibility when they say like I'm a big Batman fan? I'm like, who the fuck isn't? Like, <laughs> like right? I, I, I would rather you not be a big Batman fan, but you like say something else that's real. Yeah. So that I at least trust you with the character. Team Aquaman. <laughs> I'm really excited to see what Matt Reeves does with this, but like, what, what do you guys feel about like the back and forth of it all? Like, do you have? Co- does it give you confidence? A lot could happen until 2019. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> next next week we're like saying the opposite. Yeah, he drops out. <laughs> we'll see how it goes with Wonder Woman. That's what I keep saying. Yep. Yeah, I feel like I feel like I shouldn't even comment on any of this anymore because obviously nothing is set in stone like it's supposed to be. Yeah. In an organized world where films get made, the DCEU doesn't understand what it's supposed to do. I mean, I'm still waiting. Because it changes shit until the last possible second. I mean, I'm still waiting for Mark Webb's Spider-Man 3, but hey. Yeah. Uh, yeah. There you go. You never know how things change. I mean... But as of uh, a day ago, he was confirmed as the director, so yeah. nothing has changed yet. Yeah. This is still relevant news. <laughs> Next week could be something totally different. Nowhere, but <laughs> but no I mean, we're talking about uh, Dark Knight 4 and Nightwing. So you guys saw 
the Lego movie director is going to be helming or is in talks to be helming a or directing a Nightwing movie. Massive nuts. Dude, yeah. you have that. no idea how erect I was hearing that, especially the, the <laughs> two of us seeing the Lego Batman movie yeah. and how they got the fanboy service, like, so perfect. Like, I need that now. <laughs> I needed I need that right four now. years ago. I just... It's just all these fucking movies are so nebulous now. It's just like, there's... How many movies are coming up? What's actually guaranteed to happen? Because even this, it's, yeah. it's not confirmed he's directing, right? It's just that he's in talks to direct. Which, yeah. Which means it's probably going to happen. But, mm. like, I don't... I, I can't be excited for all of these like maybes. Even the Marvel maybes, mm-hmm. there's actually like logos and there's actually like a timeline and release dates. And like, we get movies. Yeah. This is honestly. Every, just like everything is just up in the air. Yeah, this is honestly like the same thing Sony had. It was like, oh, we got the Sinister Six is gonna be coming out. We're gonna have Amazing Spider-Man three. We're gonna have yeah. the Black Suit movie. And Aunt May solo movie. Remember that? <laughs> Don't remind me of that. <laughs> It's the same thing. It's like, as much as I want a Nightwing movie for so many years, because I think we've had, cinematically, mm-hmm. apart from Lego Batman, was the fucking Batman and Robin and Batman Forever. Yeah. Which was, yeah, it was okay. It was the classic 90s, but it's like, I want more. And if we're going to start off with Nightwing, then it's like, okay, we're going to have to do the entire origin of him as Robin yeah. becoming Nightwing and all this extra stuff that it's like, just introduce him in a Batman movie and then spin him off. That's what I was going to say. Like, I would be more excited to see Nightwing if he was announced for the Batman movie. Like, yeah. it's just odd to me. It's like, he wasn't even alluded to in any of the movies previous. The only yeah. thing we've seen is a Robin Jason, suit. Yeah, Jason Todd. Jason Todd. So it's like, why would you jump right into talking about the other sidekick without actually... Addressing that, at least. Having him in the same movie with the mentor first. Because that's what they do. <laughs> but I was, look, but first let me let me let me uh, correct what I said before. I'm excited okay. by the idea of a live action Nightwing movie because we've waited for, especially you know I know Arsenio feels me on this. We've been waiting for a live action Nightwing for so long. Okay. Batman is going to come out before if this Nightwing movie even gets made. It is going to come out first, so there's no reason why he can't appear in it the same way Flash appeared in Suicide Squad. So we might see him first before Nightwing solo movie, if a Nightwing solo movie even happens. Mm. I think the bigger problem here is, and this is what we talked about a little bit before, mm-hmm. they keep making all these announcements, again, Gotham City Sirens and all these, uh, all these other movies, they're still having trouble getting the movies they announced two years ago off the ground. Yeah. I, I, last I checked, Flash still doesn't have a director yet, right? Yeah. <laughs> Batman flip-flops on a director or even if the star's going to be in it, like it seems like every five hours. So it's like... He's going with Aquaman. Is there why don't you solidify? <laughs> yeah. Aquaman is about to start shooting finally, which I honestly thought it was shooting, that there's been so many pictures that leaked to him, but I guess it was right. just like pictures. It was just yeah. Like, yeah. But why don't you concentrate on getting these three pictures out and then worry about, and we're going to do this, and we're going to do that, and we're going to do this, and that's the problem with the DCEU right now. Like, we're going to show you all these things in the future, but we don't know how we're going to get there yet. <laughs> you guys like Nightwing, right? That's the thing, right? <laughs> so you can worry about that, right? <laughs> and last bit of news, Black Lightning has been cast as Cress Williams. I had never seen this man in anything, but they also released the, um, the, the summary of the show, which I think is cool. I like the idea of an older superhero finally in the CW universe. I would really like to see that interaction with like the because everyone else in the superhero universe in CW is all young. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Yeah. It's like yeah. all like middle twenties. So it'd be cool to have like a Joe West superhero type to actually. Oh God, no! You don't need Joe West anymore for this black guy. Oh my God! <laughs> <laughs> but especially after that conversation we had uh, the last time, I think we were all together when we were talking about Barry and Wally and the the mentor mentee relationship. Like now you get to get an entire series about that. That's kind of cool. Yeah. It's not something that we've ever really had before. Usually it's like you said, like the younger guy and you know the maybe a sidekick. Like, yeah, I like the premise of an yeah. older. And this is really why I really want Hancock to be good. Like an older superhero that like retire from being a superhero mm-hmm. and then gets pulled back into the life or chooses to go back into the life for whatever reason. 
reason. It's just an interesting, like, you know, yeah. it's something different that the other CW shows don't really do. Yeah. 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 Do you want to move on to DC TV reviews? Sure. Let's do it. Let's fucking do it. <laughs> Let's start with something that was good. <laughs> Let's go into Flash. Attack Gorilla Gorilla City. City. <laughs> a friend of ours is lost on a parallel Earth, and we're going to go get him back. A parallel Earth. Are you going to Planet of the Apes? No, it's just a city of them. Welcome to the jungle, baby. It's Planet of the Apes. It's not. Calm down. It's a trap. Welcome, Flash. Speedster versus Super Gorilla. Best worst video game ever. That budget, though. Yeah. Yeah, seriously. So the synopsis was Barry, Caitlin, Cisco, and Julian head to Earth 2 on a rescue mission to save Harry from Gorilla Silly City. Gorilla silly? Gorilla silly. <laughs> silly. Them gorillas be silly, yo. <laughs> and on Earth 1, Jesse and Kid Flash have relationship issues. <laughs> yeah. So right off the bat, I'm going to say it. Five out of five for the special effects alone. Like, yeah. And it, it kills me that people will compare... Like the the TV budget to like the movies. Like I remember people talking about like, oh my god, the yeah, Flash dude. CG is so trash compared to like BVS or like anything. It looks like such a mannequin and like that yeah. looks so fake. But it it's was like, an entire fucking budget. army of gorillas. Come I on. can see the green screen. It's like I mean, obviously none of that stuff is there, guys. It's called yeah. suspension of disbelief for but, a reason. But also, like the scenes were bright daylight like you don't usually even in movies like Pacific Rim let's put everything in rain and darkness to hide like the flaws in the CG like fuck it's amazing when they were fighting in the um, the Coliseum that was bright daylight yeah fucking awesome and then the slow-mo oh I love all those moments yeah. of like slow motion and stuff and at one point I was really upset I thought Solvar was gonna like actually tag him despite mm-hmm. super speed and I was like yeah. don't you fucking do it <laughs> also you've spoken before about how sometimes like the way the CG like quote unquote looks cheaper mm-hmm. actually kind of works for it and I felt like in the Coliseum all, the Coliseum Coliseum? Coliseum, Coliseum. Arena? Why was Easier. I Coliseum? El Coliseum like, yeah. <laughs> a word anyway um, in that scene I felt like it really worked for the fight because you know, as an artist, when you're learning to like draw different like comic panels for like for impact, yeah, you're supposed to exaggerate like how a foot looks and make it kind of, make the character kind yes. of look warped to give it that action comicy feel. Mm. And I feel like you really got that with the special effects in this fight, where no, yeah. he didn't look like perfectly naturally in proportion. He's not supposed to. He's a comic book superhero. It was fucking awesome. Those slowdowns were great, especially like when he like Solar would exchange punches with him and, yeah. shit out and of knock him. him back. Like those, and they, yeah, it was really. They did a good job switching between the slowdown and the quick. Yes. You know, because I've seen I've seen movies and TV shows that do the slowdown so much, you're like, all right, like if I can't understand it without the slowdown, you fucked this up. Like, there it. should it should be easier to follow than that. But this did it for impact and it was great. Alright. What do you think, Arsenio? <laughs> Fucking love it. Like same to like the slowdown speed. Wait, up. so are we all perfect on this? Yes. Yeah. I would perfect vision this, yeah. Yeah. Alright, sweet. We're I only have like one small like gripe about one thing in this episode, but I enjoyed the whole thing. Yeah. Oh, so we'll, we'll, def- we'll break it, it open. We'll eventually get to it. Yeah, I loved it. The premise, like since Grodd was announced for season one, I was like, oh my god, Gorilla City, and then we saw Gorilla City in episode two, in season two, not episode two, tripping balls. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and then we finally see, and then you, when you see Solovar. And also that he's voiced by fucking Goliath. Oh, oh yes, oh, right. I heard that voice. And I'm like, I know that voice. That Spawn. Yeah, I'm happy. But the fight scenes, the actions, fucking. Wasn't Keith David? Was yeah, Keith yeah, David. Keith there David. it is. 
Okay, who else thinks that uh, Tom Cavanaugh just requests to play every fucking role? Possible? I think he did. I think like they try and give him different roles to like keep him like entertained because he's a really good actor. He's an and he like <laughs> Jason, you mentioned it. They don't want to yeah. Like, at first when he was talking, I was like, "Wow, that's a really good dub." I'm like, "Wait, that's his voice?" Yeah, <laughs> he's Solovar's country. He but can do like, anything. But like the way he puckered his lips when mm-hmm. he was doing his gorilla voice fucking killed me. It was really funny so when hilarious. Cisco tried doing it. I'm like, don't even try, bro. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Sit your ass down. You novice. <laughs> no, Tom Cavanaugh was an amazing actor. And I, I love the the Gorilla Grodd-isms in this. And I really like watching CW shows just to see how they can like cut budget effectively. Because mm-hmm. you know they were doing that to, just so they didn't have to show the CG character. Oh, yeah. It, it was this moments where it was like, all right, have him talk for a while so we don't have to show all this CG for a second. And then we throw it back to him just so we can ask. For like, dramatic yeah. impact. Exactly. And then because you have the whole Coliseum fight because that's all CGI. Mm-hmm. The only thing that was real there was Barry. Yeah. And just like, you made it look realistic and it worked in the story. Even the lighting, like to match that color lighting to like what's not actually there to like how they actually look, major props on the FX team. Yeah, it's all balanced of just like how what scenes you show to kind of display scale. Yeah, because those few establishing shots of like the Gorilla City and like the arena and like all the monkeys in the distance, like you don't see much of that, but you get enough scenes of it. So I'd say three or four. Even the, even the thing after the credits when you see that whole wide shot, it, the army. Yeah, it's not fully detailed, but. You see the size, and you're like, "That's gonna fuck up the city next up." Yeah, week. yeah. I was really impressed. Like, I, I was, I think before we were constantly going, like, "How are they gonna handle a whole Gorilla mm-hmm. Grodd and Grodd City episode?" Yeah. And they did it well. And I really thought the budget was just gonna suffer for the rest of the season. For it's it. just gonna be a lot of people talking in a room. It was gonna be a lot of like tarp arrows. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> in all the shows. Every all time he sudden, runs and away. Tomorrow they never leave the ship. Listen, <laughs> if that is an army of Tom Cavanaugh doing his Gorilla voice. I'm still there. <laughs> so sold. You know what's gonna happen? They're gonna be like constantly telepathically talking to different characters. I'm totally down for that. I mean, well, how do you guys feel about the Jesse Quick Wally West romance, the B plot of this episode? Can, can I just say, and I wrote this down in my notes. Go. Wally is mad. I wrote. I literally wrote. Wally is hella smooth with his. I can have all the speed in the world. <laughs> yeah. Complete without you. I was that like, was yeah, Wally. That was my so man. True. <laughs> I that was an interesting like take on. It. I I didn't really know where she was coming from at first when she was like you know being distant toward him. Yeah. Yeah. But then I kind of got it when she kind of explained like you know like you really wanted to speed. I felt like that when you liked me was because I was fast. It was yeah, like, that made sense. Yeah, it did. But that was my minor gripe for the episode is that she mentioned like twice. Oh, because we talked about seeing each other more, but it feels like you haven't really liked conversations. Thank you. Okay, you're right. Thank you. (laughs) Like that bothered the hell out of me for most of the episode, and I still don't like. I'm not really. I'm not sold on them as a couple because, like, I never saw them even fucking try. Like, I saw their chemistry. Yeah, they just flirt. Yeah, yeah. But I've never seen them like actually try and have a relationship. So for her to like turn around. And, like, be upset about it. It felt like drama for drama's sake. I feel like you could have just gone with, oh, I thought you only liked me for my speed. They see the and viewers. drop the other shit. Yeah. They, yeah. They I thought they were going to go a completely different way. I, I thought maybe, like, because at first you see her acting weird when people were gathering around him when they save, like, you know, yeah. robbers or whatever. But I thought, like, they were going to do a thing where she doesn't get the pra- like, praise that he does on Earth 2. Yeah. 
Right. Because yeah. maybe like the whole thing with Zoom let, let the, the poor taste, taste yeah. in Earth 2's mouth. Or that she's not as comfortable with her speed in front of other people as mm-hmm. like maybe he is. Like, I thought that was really going to be a be. showboat is so like, oh, yeah. like I feel ashamed of mine though. Yeah. I mean, I didn't mind the way they went because I mean, the whole thing of him loving speed has been a plot point. Yeah. So it makes sense that she was like, you really got the hots for me. Like, I saw how you looked at me when I was fast. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, yeah. I fast can you do it over here, but baby. Even, <laughs> but over even here, with that, I feel like the entire time that he, like in that episode where he was dealing with wanting his speed and her already having it, mm. I felt like there was also a little bit of resentment with him that he didn't have his speed and she did yeah, from yeah. that episode. Yeah. So even that was weird too. Like, well, no, he didn't just like you for his speed because he was literally upset that whole episode. He's he was very fine bitchy. with you before. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Whiny. <laughs> whiny Wally. <laughs> whiny Wally. <laughs> Bobblehead Barry and Whiny Wally. <laughs> but I didn't notice that as the season progresses, I, I don't know if he's taking cues from Grant Gustin, but a lot of his mannerisms are starting to like mirror Grant Gustin's. Yeah. Like, you said bobblehead? Like, I'm starting to mm-hmm. notice he's starting to get that bobble. Yeah. He, was, he was hugging the iris, and like they had like that really cute sibling back and forth. It was like, lock oh. that down, Wally. Yeah, <laughs> I love the iris for that. Yeah. I mean, like, in that scene, especially, I could kind of see like the Grant Gustin in him going in it. Is it just me? You guys notice that no, at all? I can see it. It's like Speed Parkinson's. I was just going to say that. I was just going to say, you're going to find out that the Speed Force gives you Parkinson's. Uh, And I was like, should I say something? Is that too much? I know. (laughs) Is it too real? Sam went there. (laughs) Sam, you went there. Thank you. I'm not the bad guy. We've been podcasting too long, obviously. Um, but, and another thing, was anybody surprised by the the Grodd twist of? No. Okay, they, I'm like, no. we all know Grill Grodd's the villain. Anybody who's read one comic knows this. Yeah. So it's like, do you? Are we supposed to believe that he's actually the good guy in this no. situation? And he's trying to prevent a war that Solovar's creating. Come on, really? I'm, but I'm not gonna lie though. When Solovar bitch punched the shit out of him, I was like, who? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Solovar <laughs> means shit. It's Goliath, man. Yeah. Exactly. Respect Goliath. And it was really cool seeing another like gorilla character that was that seemed like he could take on Grot. It was like, oh, this is actually a threat. This isn't just like some fake ploy yeah. thrown in front of him. Like, that was a challenge, and I enjoyed that. Mm. But no, like, the only reason I didn't think that they were being stupid was they were in a cage one way or another, so they had to get out of there, no mm. matter what. Mm. But, you know, if they were like, oh, no, let's help him, because really, like, this is the better way, and Grot has changed. If they had gone that route, I would have been, like, passable. I mean, the plans were still kind of stupid. Like, Cisco's first plan was, hey, just kill me. What? <laughs> yeah, just kill me, bro. Yeah. <laughs> it's fine. And it's like, what? Yeah. It's like, did, was that even a possibility to you, Cisco? Did you really think, like, yeah, we're going to kill you, bro? <laughs> I think when you're in a cage on a gorilla planet, there's <laughs> really no alternative. That's the go-to? <laughs> so if we're ever on, in a cage on a gorilla Killing planet... Killing Jason. <laughs> Damn it! <laughs> you're on vibe. Also... <laughs> The genius wink at the audience, like, oh yeah, Julian's going to the Planet of the Apes. I know. I, I loved all of Planet of the Apes references. Oh my god. Even even Cisco's um like he, he somehow incorporated incorporated a damn and dirty into his sentence. Yeah. Like you damn dirty apes. Like, we're just gonna do your damn dirty work. It's like, oh uh, I see uh, what you did uh, there. Uh, <laughs> I also really like the Indiana Jones apparel. Yes, yeah, she, made me she squealed when that Julian, happened. I live for danger. Uh, Julian was like one of my favorite parts of this episode. He's such he's a great amazing. character. Yeah. He's so adorable. His acting is wonderful. It's so nuanced. Yes. Like he's had such growth in this season and it's really apparent, but it's not like over the top. No. I mean, that's just, he's, Malfoy's a great actor. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I hope they're able to keep him and not like, you know, kill him off or some, do this, something with him. The second yeah. he kisses Caitlin, get ready. Because I really like that relationship. No, I'm I actually, really like, like it. I've 
grown back on my first reaction to it because it seems organic. Yeah. It's not fucking forced. His steak dinner line was hilarious. That was so huge. Yeah. Like, I, be, could, fear me, Julian. I, you know, you know what I'm I afraid? <laughs> we can, can both I, be terrified over dinner. Yeah, steak. I love steak. Steak is great for me when I'm afraid. <laughs> what, what I really like about this relationship, too, is it's not Caitlyn being like, yay, male attention, but she's like... She's also on the defensive like, now. Yeah, she's yeah. backing up. She's like, no, like, my shit's fucked up. Like, you don't really want to be around me and he's like yeah. no I want to be around you despite it yeah which like, is also character development so nice. for her like mm-hmm. she's changed she's like the trauma of all these different seasons has yeah. actually followed through finally yeah and it's changed her character because of that yeah. I really like that that's what had me worried too because I was like are we, if we're gonna do shit again if she's gonna go back the super chippy perky happy clean like yeah. oh I don't yeah. care my life it could have slingshotted right back to that but instead we see her dealing with it differently yeah. it doesn't feel like zoom part three <laughs> zoom part three also something that I noticed that it was in the dialogue. I don't know if it was a uh, oversight in the writing where she's like, "Oh yeah, when I went, we went to Earth Two last time. That's where I met Killer Frost." I'm like, Caitlyn didn't go to Earth Two, unless in the flashpoint repercussion of Barry's time change, she did. She go. went to Earth Two. She should go. Uh, Caitlyn did. Second Caitlin. time. She got captured. Yeah. Oh, remember she, she got captured, but oh yeah, later on. Fuck, I forgot that episode. Yeah, yeah. yeah. She, yeah. That's, that's when she like literally I, talked to Killer Frost the entire episode. At first, I was thinking about like the Go to Earth Two stuff, and when they actually go there, that she wasn't with Barry. And oh yeah, 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 yeah. You're right. She he was she wasn't there for that one, but then later in the season when, when she, she got, got captured. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah mm-hmm. Now I remember because at first I was like, that really dope scene where Zoom like runs through her to kill Killer Frost. Oh yeah, yeah, that's fucking dope. Uh, was there anything else I wanted to talk about from this episode? I'm really psyched about the whatever the deal is with Gypsy. Do you think she's just being mind controlled? Like, what do you think? She like, seems that she's seeming pretty like bland. On yeah. Her face. Yeah. Okay. She didn't seem like the type of character that would ever put herself in that situation. I assume blackmail at first. But I'm like, oh yeah, mind control monkeys. I mean, yeah. that's it. Yeah. <laughs> Especially Grom. psychic monkeys. Yeah. So like, I'm really excited to see once again how they're gonna handle now an army of apes invading a city. When an army is I just want to say, exactly. since we always like give Caitlyn shit for all of her relationships, Cisco and women that want to kill him. But he actually made a joke about it. Yeah, that's true. So I'm actually okay with it. At least he, he acknowledged it. Like, so that's, just, that's the difference. I don't know. I just love women that want to kill me. I don't. <laughs> He's got a type. A type wants to kill him. Yeah, they're sexy. They're so sexy. Oh yeah, kill me, girl. And I, oh, I just wanted to make a note about the Grodd armor thing. Fanboy nut. Yeah. Yes, I yes. just really fucking dug that. Yeah, his dope armor. Yeah. Do you think he's going to get speed force powers like in the comics? Do you yeah. think that's what? Because the rumor is, Savitar is coming, and they're going to have a showdown. Do you think that's why? Mm. Hmm. That could be why. Maybe he starts tapping into it as a repercussion of being traveled to the portals or something. Or maybe that's what his ultimate plan is at some point, to try and get speed force abilities. Hmm. I honestly did not read that arc in the comic. <laughs> I mean, it happens in New Fifty Two that he yeah no powers. So doesn't he eat like Reverse Flash's brain or some shit like that? Yeah, I think it was. They should do that in the, in the show. <laughs> <laughs> Darkest book. But I, oh, I speaking of Reverse Flash though, I really enjoyed the callbacks to Reverse Flash. Season reverse Flash them. Yeah, yeah, I really like that. And, but I didn't like in the same breath the fact that. Flash has to be controlled like a Pokemon. <laughs> and Cisco has to tell him the moves to use. I'm like, bro, just <laughs> lightning, Barry. Use lightning. It's like, yes, use your like three powers, Barry. <laughs> you have three of them. You've been doing this for three seasons. You can do more than just run. <laughs> yeah. I'll run in circles. I'll run circles some more. I'm like, no, dude. <laughs> okay, go what I do. You do one thing, Barry. Just fucking do the thing. <laughs> just do it well. <laughs> do the thing. All right, let's move on to Arrow, dun, the dun, Sin dun, Eater. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> What happened? Jailbreak, led by Liza Warner. 
Nothing but enjoy watching them take you down. I can't make a move with the ACU breathing down my neck. You're under arrest for the murder of Detective William Malone. This episode was basically Suicide Squad light with China White, Cupid, and Liza, Liza, I've heard her name, Liza Warner. Yeah. Yeah, yeah Liza right. Warner escaping Iron Heights and setting out to Star City. The ACU seeks to arrest the Green Arrow for Detective Malone's murder. So, I'll write it first. I mean, I would say more than pass. No, what? No, I would say passable. Because <laughs> <laughs> like, Damn, bro. I Damn really, I, I, had to, I had to think about it for a second because I really like the elements of Prometheus behind the scenes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I really like what they're doing with him in terms of the slow burn of he's doing things that Oliver can't fight with his fists. Mm-hmm. So it's not like Damien Dark. It's not like um, Ra's al Ghul. It's not like Slate Wilson. It's, it's something, smarter. It's smarter. It, it's kind of like a fanboy's fuck with you from a distance. Like you yeah. can't really do anything about it. Yeah. <laughs> like he's got your secrets so he knows how to manipulate you and he doesn't have to come to trading blows with you to actually be a threatening villain. He can, but doesn't need to. So I, I like the idea of like he's more like a mask of the phantasm kind mm-hmm. of villain. Mm-hmm. Great reference. Yeah, so I, I I'm feeling that, but what I'm not feeling is like like I mentioned before the Suicide Squad light shit. Yeah. First of all, and the people I just mentioned, China White, Cupid, Liza Warner. <laughs> like who? Was, I had to, I had to think about Mike Liza Warner. Oh, that ex cop that got like it was it was corrupt or whatever. Like this is a plot point. Why she's do I al- care about her? She's always gonna be Tara from True Blood to me. So I'm like, why the fuck is Tara here? Again? Yeah, I mean it was cool that they gave um, Captain Lance a little like more to do, and yeah. it, it took him out of like the alcoholism storyline that he's constantly been in this season. It gave him another like plot point for character development. Yeah, and the whole thing like they, they brought back up the Damian Dark thing, which is like I don't, I was corrupt, but I found you were more corrupt, so I'm mad about that. But it's like. His reasoning was his daughter was in danger. And it's you, completely different. You were already yeah. corrupt to begin with. So. Yeah, Except that it made no sense. What didn't bother me about that, though, is that that's what politics are like these days, where people hear one thing about a person and then decide their entire argument for or against them, regardless of like the minutiae of the details. Deep observation. Yeah. Did not think so, about that. that well, too. that's just why it didn't bother me. Mm. Because it bothered like, me because I don't hate that I, character. Well, <laughs> I'm like, okay. like why is it Warner? We just went through the age of like people hearing like one thing about Hillary and then all of a sudden there's like graffiti about putting her in jail. Yeah. But like if you ask those people like why do you think that? They're like cuz she's bad and like they don't even know like what news report or what particular detail made anyone think that about her. Mm. So like in that same vein, yeah, she probably heard he was corrupt and just went with that. And it doesn't matter why she might not know why. She might not know what he did and she definitely doesn't know about his daughter and she doesn't care at this point. She don't care. I mean, I just, uh, I don't care about her relationship with Captain Lance or her weird... Oh, well, yeah, that's the real problem, isn't it? It's like a one-shot, like, who are you? Yeah. <laughs> Why? And this weird feminine version of the Suicide Squad, which are, like, not even Z-listers. Like, what the hell are they? Like, And I wish, like, <laughs> I wish if they were, because I liked seeing all these female villains team up. You know, and I like the idea that ex-villains you've seen before team up and become a bigger threat. But not these. But but then they're taken down in the same episode. So it's like, I just don't understand why we go to the trouble of this if we're not going to set it up for something bigger or at least make them more problematic for the team. But the problem with this one was that they didn't have any real development for the villains. Like, they were just kind of there. Yeah. You know what I mean? It didn't feel like the focus. They were in the same truck. Yeah. They were cannon fodder. It, It didn't feel like the focus was really on them. 
Like, what was their mission again? They were trying to do some, get, get the money from Tobias the, Church. Get the money left over, and that was it. So it's, they could get, take back the city. They wanted to pull off fucking Damien Dark. It just seemed like they were wrapping up a plot point they left open, that's all. Yeah. Like, so well, yeah, there was money. But here. I think yeah. it would have been cool if they had, like, succeeded, gotten the money, gotten, like, a bigger gang together, and if it would have been, like, a two-part conflict or something like that. Mm-hmm. Like, because yeah. then we would have had more time with the villains, so maybe they would have had more time to give them development within this do, episode. Do you really want more time with China White? <laughs> no, but I wish they would have fucking shot I don't really need it, but like. Shot Thea? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> really? Okay, I'm mixed on Thea because I kind of like her comparison to Mora Queen. No, that It's I love questionable it. decisions, but so did Mora. I that, really that. love that Ollie was like, no, you made a choice. Yeah. Not a mistake. I was like, thank you. <laughs> or once he's not blinded to his own sister's bullshit. <laughs> That uh, that yeah that uh, that brought it back to me that whole Dia thing but yeah. the same thing episode passed well it was like it, it had moments like in the flashbacks they got that Arrow season one vibes and even this one with like the dual the identity of him yeah I thought Oliver was actually gonna be like yeah I'm I'm the Green Arrow like just flat out oh yeah right <laughs> out. Just, yeah I'm, I'm driving like, and I'm the Green dude, Arrow dude what the fuck then he's like no are you kidding me That's stupid I'm like all right nice save but same time you also got arrested in season one Oliver for the same bullshit so. yeah. Also, she has everything on you, so there was no point in lying. Only yeah. Lois Lane was that good. Not not <laughs> Lois Lane. Like all other interpretations of Lois Lane. Yeah, nobody's ever that. He good. should wear glasses. It might work better. I mean, at that point, you even have to question the guy. It's like if you have all that evidence and you know he's already been accused like Wait. twice of being an arrow. Yeah. <laughs> like, it reminded me of something else that bothered me. What? You're gonna tell me that you're gonna have a face to face conversation with the mayor multiple times, and then have a face to face, like. Uh, conversation with the Green Arrow oh, yeah. and not realize that's the same beard. That's the exact same my shape. Voice, my the, voice sounds different. Draw. The black uh, captain guy did that in the other episode. Yeah. yeah. Thank yeah. you for that too. Yeah. No, it's like uh, like in Green Lantern. He covered up his cheekbones. You can't tell who he is. Yeah. Doesn't make any sense. I hate that shit. At least with Barry, he like vibrated his face, which Wally Sometimes. never does. And Sometimes. That bothers me. Never does. Yeah. Now they don't even do it anymore. He's like, man. Too much budget. Yeah. <laughs> It's the blur effect. Like, what the fuck? What do you think, Jason? Uh, I'm glad you saved me for last. I actually gave it a more than passable and nothing oh, to do with nice. the villains. But because of two big things with the episode, the fact that I liked the fact that the episode focused on secret identity. I thought the same thing, too, like in the mm, very beginning yeah. Yeah. that mm. he was going to, like, he, he just dropped it just like that. And then he's like, nah, 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 I'm playing. Yeah. I'm playing. And the fact that secret identity kept coming back, like, the whole episode and they were playing around with it, that, like, you know, how Arrow was intruding on... Ollie's life and Ollie's life was intruding on Arrow's life mm-hmm. and it it led to, I, to me I think that's why I liked it so much I had this theory that by next season there's gonna be no more secret identity he's just gonna be out there as Oliver Queen as the Arrow I which is going that way. yeah oh, like yeah. that's how I and that, that to me was a big thing also I like and we didn't, nobody talked about this at all I like the slow buildup with Dinah, like how like they yeah. were like basically was like, so are you Black Canary now? And like she straight out said like, no, I'm not ready. Like I like yeah. the fact we're not just throwing it at you. Like here she is, here's True. your mask, here's she's a new, new Black Canary. That was like kind of like the C plot of it because Quint- Quentin kind of gave her his blessing. Yeah. By yeah. The end of the yeah. And you know maybe by next episode she's gonna be full blown Black Canary, but at least we didn't get it. She's introduced. She's right away Black Canary. Like they're doing a slow. And build. that she just got a mask, like for the sake of being like masked and have your secret identity safe. But she didn't necessarily get her whole costume or everything. Exactly. I like that we're not throwing her into. Yeah, like, she's a, a cop. What, what did Felicity say? It was like so I'm getting a costume. I was like, no, just, just a mask. mask. <laughs> <laughs> but um, the real reason why I'm glad you left me for last is um, I have a new theory. I oh, think. Hmm? I think. Mm. Remember how we were saying like the reporter should be Prometheus, throw it on its head, female. Yeah. I think it's Thea. You think it's Thea? 
Like there's little things Whoa. in this episode. The way Thea like kind of like you know like it looked like she leaked the whole thing about um his reporter girlfriend mm-hmm. and crushed it with decisions. We we do know she was kind of fucked up from the not the mirror the girl, from the yeah the bringing her back to yeah. life and bloodlust. Bloodlust. What if it's Thea? Hmm. That's that why she knows awesome. everything. That's why she has moves. Yeah. What if it's Thea? Mm-hmm. I like that theory a lot. Me too. Yeah, me and too. it'll tie back to the whole theme about family touchers. Because I, I, every episode, I was going to actually mention that the, the, the would be Talia character, mm-hmm. yeah. she's basically out at this point. She yeah. can't be the Prometheus. Like, it would make no sense for him to double back on that and be like, no, she got fired on purpose. <laughs> yeah. Like, no, it, that doesn't make any sense. It, it couldn't be anything like, like plucking at um, Oliver's heartstrings. Mm-hmm. It's got to be a situation where she honestly is a victim in this. She seemed too genuine to me mm-hmm. to be like kind of like lying at this point. Yeah, do you guys feel the same way? No, yeah. seriously. Okay, so if that's the case, I totally think that you're right. I mean, there's not really any other characters I would want it to be, and that the the red herring of it being that dude's son is too in your face. Yeah, too like much. they go to his mom in the yeah. other episode and it's talk to his mom. Like it's no. Like who, yeah, since when is there a villain where you can find their fucking parent? Yeah. <laughs> can you happen? please talk to your son? He is killing people. Is that okay? <laughs> you should go out there and give him a stern talking to. Yeah, What's your it. son? Deathstroke? Okay. Yeah, like, are we wife. gonna find out that she thought they were talking about somebody actually completely different? And they're like having two different conversations about two different people. <laughs> I just think it would be really lame, like, reveal if it's just somebody we don't know. Yeah. And of people who I would could honestly see fighting Oliver at like almost even playing field it would be Thea yeah. cause yeah. she's kinda done it yeah. and actually last season she beat Oliver up in one episode yeah yeah, which is fucking ridiculous <laughs> it was so mad I was like you mean her golly. stunt double beat him up yeah stunt <laughs> <laughs> that was really good but I like that's a really good point man I didn't really think about that I was so fixated on the villains of the week mm-hmm. that I didn't really like look at the bigger picture of like where the story's going. I knew going into the episode that the villains were going to be weak. I was like, oh, let's get like the three worst villains from the series and just all throw them together. And it sucks because yeah. they're like the only three female villains. Yeah, but they yeah. are like, ovaries. It's, I mean, they're bad. <laughs> they're really bad. She's <laughs> Eliza Warren. She seems so generic. Them. I can't name any other villains. I only know that girl's Liza name because of the podcast. No, but That's I mean, like, like, in like, general, I can't name any one-off villains besides like Dollmaker. Oh, yeah, I guess so. I like can't name anyone. I'm trying. The Royal Flesh Gang. That's just because Batman Beyond for me. Yeah, it's got to be characters that are actually like prominent in the Like, comics. at least I can name Cupid and China White. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Cupid's been strong in other episodes, just not yeah. this one. They, they really, like, put her in the background. They didn't really also, do anything Also, like, I've read Arrow Year One, which is a story where China White is, like, one of the main villains, so I have a comic book association with her that makes me more forgi- forgiving. <laughs> that name offends me. <laughs> her name offends me. <laughs> China the Asian chick with white hair, China White, got you. <laughs> no, it's China Way. <laughs> it's like if like a black guy was like, I'm African black. <laughs> like, what? Yeah, like black lightning. <laughs> what do we call Super Bowl? Also, about Curtis. You guys notice that cop that held him out is like, really, bro? You're getting your ass beat by her? Yo, did anybody notice two people kicking him while he was on the ground? Oh, he got his ass yeah, whooped that episode, dude. Like, it's a good thing he put that Kevlar weave into his new suit, which was a very specific line they dropped in I, there. I don't know how long they're going to just draw up this, um, this T-Sphere thing. I don't know why says, they're so drawing it out. I figure if I'm going to go get my ass beat back in the field, I better put a Kevlar weave in my jacket, and then like 20 minutes later, he's on the ground. Instead of training to fight better. No, I'm just going to protect myself. I'm just going to put like non-existing Kevlar in the same jacket. How about he fucking spars with a fucking wild dog? 
How about he invents something? Like a T-bomb. He has them. Yeah. Why he, doesn't he, he use them? I don't know. He was inventing them like three episodes ago. He makes shit happen in like Were they already seconds. invented last yeah. season? They were, yeah. they were already a thing. They, they used it and to he, escape. But he, and uh, then he was tweaking them. He was like, oh, well, I figure I should step up my game or something like that like two episodes ago. Maybe they're waiting for the finale uh, at this point. I don't know. They shouldn't. They really shouldn't because he's like the, the oddball on the team right now. I get kicked. I just... The only black guy. <laughs> the only gay guy. Well, like a oh, oh, the only new black guy. <laughs> Diggle's still there. He's always going to be there. Yeah. <laughs> Ish. Yeah. Ish. It, they're gonna do something with it, Mr. T. They have to. That's, that's they've got to be building him up for something, right? There's there's no way they're just gonna ragman him, right? It's not it's not I possible, not. right? I hope not. <laughs> it's like he gets his T spheres and like uses them once and like, all right, I'm retiring. <laughs> it's like you son of a bitch. <laughs> I feel like if he leaves, the wild dog would be like, all right, I'm gonna move. Bye. <laughs> He's the odd man out. Yeah. Like wild dog has found his place in the team. Like, yeah. And you know what? You mentioned Thea being Prometheus also explains why she's been so sidelined this season. To keep her out of your mind. Mm-hmm. I'm yeah. telling you. Yeah. Well, because I was wondering about something. Like, you know how she wasn't there for a couple episodes? Mm-hmm. Did we see Prometheus those episodes? No. I... There's at least two of them that we didn't see Prometheus and we didn't see Thea. I don't recall. I don't, I don't recall now. Yeah. Because when they went to, to find the canary... Thea was like MIA for those episodes too. Mm. So but she was... wasn't there either the one before or the one after. She still wasn't around. Because I remember seeing her and being like, oh, when is the last time I saw her in an episode? Yeah. yeah and Lance didn't come back till last week. And we didn't see Prometheus for a while. Mm. I'm just saying. I wonder. Like, it would be cool if they, like, planned right. it that way so that you don't think about that, but it's actually the same as the Green Arrow suddenly being in Russia, where it's yeah. like, wait, we're starting to see Prometheus again and Thea's back. Yeah, true. I like your predictions, people. I like them. Let's move on. Wild Dog was helping Lance. Thea wasn't there. No, Wild she wasn't. Dog was helping Lance. Because then she came back and interview. she was like, "What are you doing yep. here? You're the assistant now." Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hmm. So, anyway, I like yeah. it. I like it. All right, let's finish off with Supergirl and Legends. I listen both because whatever. Show who's all Legends. <sighs> Unfortunately, I did. me Jason as always. Jordan. Oh, just me and you. Yeah. Who's all Supergirl? I saw it. Just me and Jason again? <laughs> what the hell? My bad. I was watching the record. The new guy. You guys. <laughs> we don't even need to talk about Legends that much. Where are we headed? Medieval England. Setting a course for the year 507 AD. Shall escort you to Camelot. Camelot isn't about history. Evil draws close. It's about one noble idea. But we must rise. Ready to go get medieval out there? No. I, I would say right off the bat, it was a less than passable episode. The MacGuffin search for MacGuffin continues. Basically. I saw part of that from the beginning. I was like, I'm gonna go play Final there, Fantasy. There yeah. was only like three notes I made on that episode, and it has, doesn't even have anything to do with like the storyline or the mythology. It was the fact that another fucking Star Wars joke, mm-hmm. which I don't even remember what it was, but oh, I remember God. it was a Star Wars joke. Mm. Literally, I wrote down. Star Girl is hot. That was like the stuff. <laughs> Star Girl is hot. Good note. Good note. And, um, <laughs> and, and kind of continuing, continuing what you said last time about the star. Maybe it's because I had it in my mind because the Star Trek references, but Sarah Lance is basically Captain Kirk. Like she fucking max on everybody in that show. Yep. Yeah. There's a female character in that show. She, Sarah's going to try to, yep, Sarah's going to make a move. <laughs> That's like the only thing I got from that episode. And I was like, other than that, I don't, I don't care. You don't need to know anything else. I mean, it was the episode was basically they, they go back in time and discover this is actually a real Camelot. And it's a real Ooh. Camelot because Star Girl. 
Sorry, one, each of the GSA had a piece of the um, the Lance Longinus, whatever, the Spear of Destiny. Her piece she used to um, rewrite the past and create a Camelot to hide the spear in. Mm. Turns out Ray has a huge nerd boner for Camelot mm-hmm. as well, and it's like a theme this season. Like every like geeky thing, yeah, he's got big nerd boners for everything, and like it's every that single <laughs> every single thing. He's just like, I've always loved this. This is my favorite thing in life. And like in this <laughs> in this episode, he was gonna like literally die with the other Camelot soldiers because he just loved like what they stood for in the books Jesus he used to read as a kid. Christ. It's like you're gonna kill yourself, and it's not even like a maybe. It was like. Fucking the historian character, Citizen Steel, pulls out one of those books and is like, you die right here. Look, it's in the book. If you stay, you die. He's like, well, then so be it. It's like, so be it? What are you talking about? <laughs> so you qu- can change time. Don't just die. <laughs> so quote my man Rory, who the hell writes this crap anyways? Dude, it's so bad. And that just reminded me what the joke was when he put the, the power through the sword and they were like, oh, it was the lightsaber made out of light, a yeah. lightsaber. And it was... <laughs> Don't don't say that though. It's copyright infringement. They literally say that. <laughs> it even makes the noise when he yeah, swings it. Yeah. Jesus fuck. It, it just kind of felt like that went against um, Adam's character. Like I'm yeah. just gonna stay here and die. Like you're always trying so hard to do everything for the team. Why would you just like? No, I'm just gonna stay here. I'm good. Uh, to be and, and also make a name for himself. Like you know what I mean? Like yeah. to become a legend. Yeah. And I guess you'd be a legend. Could you be in, in the this story? Fake world. In, but how many people actually read that nowadays? I don't know. I, I I don't know. It was it was a weak episode. It's I mean, but weak. there was a really cool scene where Vixen uses all of her totem powers to pull the sword out of a stone. True. Ooh, yeah. That was cool. Instead of fucking the next white guy. Yeah. 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 Instead, I, I, I was, I was there's a point where I thought that her and uh, Katie Lots were gonna get together because she like when she pulls the sword out, Katie goes. That's hot. <laughs> I'm like, oh, you're a fucker too, aren't you? <laughs> Leave Vixen I- alone! <laughs> That's the one I would approve of. <laughs> Damn, you Captain Sarah. <laughs> I mean, you've got more stuff with the, the whole Rip being evil crap. I just, I, I'm not feeling it. And that's kind of what the T is for the next episode. So like, they, they finally capture him, and now they put him in a glass cage, and like every villain that's put in a glass cage, he's gonna escape. Because this is what they do. <laughs> what they do, what they do. Oh it's like, God, oh, you put me in a glass cage? Perfect. I'll be out of this in an hour. Yeah. So yeah. he basically goes like, Gideon, yes, Captain. <laughs> Initiate my secret plan. Basically. And it's the thing, too, where it's like he's outshining Damien Dark. Yeah. Yeah. Like, no, I don't mean just an acting. I mean, like, literally, as a villain, he's doing better as a plot point where it's like Damien Dark became jealous of him in this episode of like, Oh, I like, just remember who's really in charge here. It's like it ain't you. You're bad at this, so bad you had to get a hero to help you, and he's even better at it than you are. <laughs> it's, uh, I hate that show so much. It has so much potential. That's why I get mad at every mm-hmm. episode. There's so much going on in it that you'd think it would be good. There's a show. I don't think any of you watch it. There's this show on NBC. I watched it. Actually, just ended its first season. Timeless, and it kind of deals with the same kind of concept, but without super superpowers. Mm. And it does it so much better. Seriously, it does it so much better with the bouncing <sighs> back in time and dealing with like oh, you know damn. actually dealing with real historical people, Ellie and Nest, and you know screwing up the timeline. It's just there's no superpowers, and it's like I wish Legends can get it right the way they do on NBC. <sighs> I'm gonna give them the end of the season. I'm praying. I don't, I don't know though, because it's not going the way I want it to go. I, I thought like- Reverse Flash was gonna like bring this whole thing home. I thought Jake yeah. Garrick would be in the season by this point. Mm. I thought a lot of things would be happening in this show right now that aren't. <laughs> like still waiting for Captain Cold to come back. Yeah, what the fuck? The fuck? 
So I feel like that's the only reason why I watch it every week. Like, where is he? <laughs> Prison Break is only like 10 episodes. Where the fuck is he? <laughs> see, see, that's the thing. It's like it's Legend Season 1 for me. Like, once I get confirmation that he does come back, I'm just going to be like, eh, don't yeah. really care. No. You feel the draining every episode. And it's just like, why do I keep watching? Just and and watch get, get ready for another episode you're not going to watch. You know how like there was a George Lucas episode? I don't know if it's next episode or like the one after. But it's got to be one after. Like, they're doing a J.R.R. Tolkin episode. It's got to be one after. So again, the next one, you're basically just doing Lucas all over again. Uh, yeah. Yeah. The next one is the Rip attacking right. them on the ship episode. Oh my God. And great. I think there's uh, somehow there's evil versions of them. Because there's an evil white canary fighting white canary. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know, man. It's stupid. Your, your face right now is how I feel on the inside. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm fucking the rocking right now so hard. <laughs> Can you smell oh. the legend is cooking? <laughs> Shit. Lots of it. <laughs> All right, let's finish off with Super. My name is Mrs. Spitlick, and I love you, Kara, so hell. Will you marry me? Are you crazy? Honey, it's Valentine's Day. Makes me want to puke. You want to get nuts? Let's get nuts. It's a plane. It's Superman. Are you serious? <laughs> <laughs> Mrs. and Mr. Mitzpitlick. Is that how you fucking say it? I don't know. I, I'm uh, not really good at saying it either. I think, they, I think it's pronounced Mitzelpitlick. Mitzelpitlick? Or like, or is that the animated series version of it? I don't know. I, don't know. I think that's how they said it on Supergirl. But she kept, why the fuck did she keep calling him Mitzi? That was annoying me. Oh, Mitzi. Mitzi. Easier to say. <laughs> like that just seems like like a nickname. Like I'm gonna call you Jay because we're good friends. Like yeah. how did they become like you know I'm just gonna call you Mitzi. Like it just came out of nowhere. I don't know, but I really like the actor from Mitzi. Yes, like, yeah, he was really charismatic. Yeah, and like it's a far cry for so I didn't even rate uh, Legends, but like oh, you, yes, less less than shit. Uh, shit. <laughs> New rating shit. <laughs> but uh, for Supergirl, I, I would say it's a passable. Yeah, I would say Passable. Yeah, I go with Passable. Yeah, I mean, I, I, it, I'm trying to think like what I wanted out of it to make it a more than Passable or, or perfect. I don't know. I mean, it's just, I guess because it felt like one of those filler episodes. Mm-hmm. Like, it didn't really feel like it, like it had anything to do with the rest of the plot. You know what plot. I think it is? It's cool that you brought in Mitchell Pitlick, but turning it into a Valentine's Day episode, basically, is basically what they did. Like, why did he have mm. to come to, I want to marry you, Supergirl? Mm-hmm. Like, that that was the problem, and that's what made oh it feel like, God. it's a holiday-themed episode. It's also a different take on the character, though, because usually different. he's just like, I'm here to fuck with you, Superman. Well, yeah, <laughs> like, he's also yeah. a little short, bold, fucking bolding imp. Far Cry from the anime series, yeah. uh, Gilbert Gottfried, which yeah, is yeah. annoying. Or so they, they take comic. it a different way. Good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's not an annoying guy, he's more just like a charismatic asshole, and he's got like a nice British accent, so I like that. Mm, that'll be more fun to watch, now I actually want to check it out. It's actually. It's a worthwhile episode of I didn't see the episode before that one, but like this one's not bad. I mean, like I, I recommend if you're a fan of Super God, watch it. Is Kara and Superboy or whatever the fuck his name? That's is. why it's not more impassable for me. Thank you for reminding me. I hate their relationship. Same. I just it's just so it feels so disingenuous. Like they just don't feel like a real couple to me. It just seems like you're white, he's white, and you both have powers. Get together, mm-hmm. but I, I can't get as a fan of the first season. No. I can't get out of my head that the entire focus of season one was Jimmy Olsen. Now it's like, where the fuck is Jimmy? And the second season two starts. Gone. I can't, Jimmy. I can't. And then it's not even like there's not even any like back and forth. There's not even like I still have feelings for him. It's like a cold. I dropped you, and I'm never going to discuss with you as if I have feelings with you again ever. 
Jimmy doesn't even bring it up anymore. At least in the very beginning, they kind of did like that weird, like, oh, it's kind of, I'm jealous. It might have been the episode that you guys didn't watch, but there was a moment where they finally, because, you know, there was a little animosity between them because he was hiding from her that he was... Yes. Oh, the reveal episode? Yeah, that's... I didn't see it. No, not the reveal episode, but it was like the episode after the reveal episode where they were still kind of like a lot of tension between the two and they finally had this moment where they were like, are we okay? Are we okay? Yeah, we're okay because we're best friends. Let's hug it out. So they basically... No. Said it out loud, like no, no, we are best friends. You're my best no. friend. We are friends. Nope. So they kind of put no nope. bosh on. No, nope. I'm, I'm doing the Lego Batman right now. No, 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 no. Vagina steel, goddamn it. It doesn't. That doesn't make any sense to me. Like all that is is just a plot device to fucking get her to fuck this white guy. That's mm-hmm. it. And it's like it'd be different. Like I liked him. I, I like that character. What's, what's his real name? Not not um Superboy. Kano? Uh, Mono? Mono. I, I, like Mono. I like Mono too. But his own when he's not fucking Google Gaga over her. Yeah, I just don't understand the chemistry between them other than like, oh, you're an alien? I'm an alien. And then they have this side plot of when dating this other alien who's this. I, I hate the Star yeah. Trek alien concept like where it's like Valentine. she's got blonde hair, she's got blue eyes, but her, her like nose area is a little fucked up, so she's an alien. <laughs> Like you're not an alien, and they, but they played it up like it's this big like uh, like racial thing where it's like, oh, you want to date me, but I'm not. I don't look like you, so you know what they're doing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They're like they're using it as a thin veil for like you know uh, interracial relationships, but it's like, why not just give him a black girlfriend? And like, I mean, if you're gonna do it, why why give him a blonde haired, blue eyed white girl with a fucked up face and call her? Why an not Winton and Miss Martian? Why not win and Monet? <laughs> As Michael keeps preaching. Honestly, like I would when I was watching this episode and seeing him flirt with that alien chick, I'm like, this is a waste. Like this is like you just really threw this random character in here just to give him a love interest when you didn't have to. I'd rather him be asexual than him just, oh yeah, I'll, I'll date this random alien girl. Yeah, <laughs> why not? Yeah, Win already had enough fucking relationships in season one. Yeah. I'm not feeling it. What about you, man? No, I'm not feeling it either. And again, I just really feel like it was just shoehorned in there because it was Valentine's Day. And we need to have, like, it has to be all about romance and love. And yeah. you know, let's do it with win. And and the whole Monel and, and, and Supergirl thing, it really does feel like it's like, from his point of view, like, you're the only other person on this world that's like me. And I'm just, I'm, I'm fixated on you now. And like, with her, it kind of feels like, oh, he broke my walls down. Like he just keeps pushing and pushing and pushing. I might as well. Like that whole moment. Like I think it was. The, I think that's how the episode began. When like you knew it was coming as she kept talking and the typical TV CW thing. Like I'm gonna keep getting closer to you mm. and closer to you. And now my glasses came off and you know what's gonna happen now. Let's kiss. See, that's how like, like, everyone in the room was looking at us. But that's how I watched the episode. Like you knew where what was happening. It's like yeah, this is where it's going. <laughs> Sigh. No. <laughs> but the curveball is Mr. Mispick. Yeah. Like, he's good. Uh-huh. And there's even a really like awesome part where <laughs> they're fighting Parasite, mm-hmm. which I guess he got revived by Mr. Pitlick. Like, they didn't weren't clear didn't if he really, actually died or, or not. Actually, was Mr. Pitlick, like, with just him doing it? Like, I don't know. They don't really know. didn't he explain it. He blew up. What the hell? Yeah. yeah and that's, she, she literally said that at yeah, one point. Yeah, she said, like, like, how are you alive? Yeah. But he comes back. And the, the idea is that he brought him back just for him to beat him. Because he was, like, Superman. He showed yeah, up, like, trying his yeah. That's the thing. Like, I love that moment yeah. where literally Superman flies by and lands and it's from the back. It's like, <gasps> Superman's here! And he turns around and it's him. Fuck it! Don't fuck with my emotions like that. Yeah, it, 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 he looks like him from the back too. When he turns around, he's like the M on his chest instead of uh, the S. But I mean, that's a highlight episode for me too. I really like that scene because Parasite looks dope. Just like Garage, yeah. Like the CG on that is fucking awesome. 
more of that, less of the forced romance shit. <laughs> and oh, and another thing, I, now I'm also remembering why I keep it more than passable as well. The the whole relationship with Alex and uh, her is her oh, girlfriend. Um, why am I blanking on her name? I right forgot now. her name. It's right on the tip of my tongue. You know why you forgot her name? Because she's not fucking memorable. Like yeah, no. <laughs> she was the at her best when they were first getting together. Yeah. yeah. And that was really just because it was a cool Maggie. Maggie Stewart. Maggie. That's her name. It was it was just a cool like I don't know, I really liked that I thought it was done really well it was handled well Sam will disagree <laughs> but like for me I liked that but ever since then I feel like Maggie has no personality I feel like Maggie was just a character meant for like let's turn out Alex <laughs> make her a lesbian character and like the, now they're a couple and after so many episodes of like let's deal with the social issue of coming out and being in a you know a gay relationship they kind of just settled into just typical relation. like it doesn't matter if it's a girl or a girl yeah. or a guy and a yeah. girl like it was just t- typical relationship bullshit like oh I like Valentine's Day I don't let's fight but I don't have any yeah. like I don't feel any chemistry from them mm-hmm. and I don't really like Maggie that much so it's like I'm not invested in their relationship or mm-hmm. their problems yeah. so every time they cut to them I'm just like I don't care. <laughs> I get it. You're the relationship. You're the lesbian relationship in this show, and you want to really showcase that. I get it. But let's move on to something else. <laughs> yeah. Something else more interesting. Oh, when's dating a kind of alien? All right, whatever. <laughs> like that wasn't interesting. No, move on again. Oh, that's pretty good. <laughs> Give us more of that. Yeah, more get, of that. Get Monel his suit. Bring back the action. Stop with this fucking oh romance because Valentine's Day and also she's the girl. All the love shit and get also bring back Superman. Yeah, bring back Superman and bring back Martian Girl because I didn't know that she yeah. left the show in the last episode and I'm just like, why? <laughs> why would you do that? Yeah, because too many females and you know that the pair off with Mr. Martian because yeah, not not the whole father daughter dynamic, but the fact that they're gonna fuck just because they're the only Martians around. I don't like it seems that. Seems like there's at a lot all. of that going around mm-hmm. on this show, though. It's like, hey, you have a cat. I have a cat. Let's fuck. Let's fuck. Jimmy's <laughs> like, where's my cat? <laughs> <laughs> Poor Jimmy. Aw. <laughs> all right, so that's everything from DC TV, right? So we're yep. done. Yeah. All right, wait, wait, wait. 125 yes. <laughs> We are under yes. the 130 mark We are awesome <laughs> You finally did it <laughs> Next week we're going to be talking about Logan Among other things But Ooh. I cannot wait to see that movie It's so been getting excited. glowing reviews yeah. from everywhere It's been yeah. reviewing it We're going to cry Finally so A good X-Men movie That's what everybody's <laughs> yes. saying A Thank good X- like The best X-Men movie A good Wolverine movie Kind of like either of those last two So this yeah. is it But I think if they're saying it's a good Wolverine movie And a good X-Men movie Good Send him off well Yeah and in some ways, it's like, really? You, you couldn't do that before but this, but all right, I'll take it. But I wish the last movie could have been good too, but whatever, it's fine. <laughs> I'll take what I can get. All right, so let's just sign out. All right? All right? Let's do it. All right, this has been Jordan, Blur Vision with... Arsenio. Samuel. And Jason. And we will see you next week. Peace. Later. Peace. Later. Peace.